0: This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by PopFlix. PopFlix, the all-new video streaming service from PopCo. Find out what everyone is talking about and stream award-winning PopFlix original content now, like My Old Bird's Box, BoJack Horsecock, and everyone's favorite, Doing Strange Things. There are hundreds of shows and movies to choose from over at PopFlix. We even have the classics, like Wet Hot Chinese Winter, Forrest Blumpkin, and the award-winning Schindler's Day Off, starring Stephen McConaughey and Willie Haroldson. PopFlix starts at $23.99 a month, and that's almost twice as much as Netflix. That's how you know it's better.
1: PopFlix, a PopCo brand.
0: Hello, and thank you for cracking another road soda. This road soda is episode 125. 125 road sodas. On this episode, there are snakes in the couch. The new Bite app is finally here. And Butter Royale is a little stale. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of a better pun, but I'm not a pun guy. But I was going to say, like, curdled. A little curdled, yeah. The butter is a little rancid. Rancid? That's that's a, that's a harsh word. Yeah. Because well, you can't be a little rancid. Yeah, it's, it's either all the way or not. And uh, But yeah, as far as this episode, this is a great episode. I just found out uh, we're, we'll talk about uh, social. We talk a lot about social media on this episode. That's our overarching mm-hmm. sort of uh, uh, story that we're talking about. And the fact that the brand new app, Byte, has just been released. Mm-hmm. I'll explain more what Byte is, but obviously if you are a... Um, you know, listen to the show I'm sure you're familiar with what bite is and it's finally here so I hope you listen to this episode and then uh, we'll play from there thank you guys for joining in the millennial book club we have uh, we talk about Kipo and the age of the wonder beast and then the arcade like we already said we talk about butter royale mr. J dog Mitchell is here with us today That's what they call me that's what uh, everyone I've ever met has ever called Justin mm-hmm. no one ever calls him anything different never never anything else uh we have <clears throat> we always if you guys want to write into the show you can write in road soda mail at gmail.com or you can uh, call in leave a message at 706-200-1213 and speaking of call-ins we have a, a call-in and i believe this came to us just at um just after we recorded last week's episode so let's go ahead and, and listen to, to this one
2: it's grants I'm calling in about uh, no way home um there's two modes which I think is pretty cool uh you can play a story mode or a daily mode I always played story mode because I kind of liked having a narrative uh the other way is not really my style um I would say that I did binge play it it definitely distracted me from things I was supposed to do and for that reason I've come really close to deleting it because I hate that I know um I like the uh, the kind of 3D star map that you're working your way through. Um, I've captured I think six of the dome data core things, so I'm I think a good ways through the game. Um, the things that I didn't like, uh, I did like the controls. I thought that was know, a neat way of doing it. One thing I didn't like though was the ship. I feel is kind of undersized for the display so it's not easy to always identify where you're at, especially when you have a lot of other ships and a lot of uh, ammunition flying around. So um, for me, it was a binge. Uh, good luck with the show. Thanks. Bye.
0: Yeah, buddy. I'm course.
3: actually with him on the uh, when you have a lot of enemies and consumables on the screen at the same time, and it, it can be disorienting for sure.
0: Absolutely, and yeah. I am 100%... Um, I, I didn't experience that, but there's a reason I didn't experience that, and it's because I've played ad nauseum uh, games specifically like Enter the Gungeon. Oh, sure, yeah. And yeah. it's 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 the whole game, and, and you have yeah. that, but when you play it so much, and uh, you're, it's it's very similar. Like, you have, there's a lot of ammunition flying out. The whole thing is about, like, guns. Mm-hmm and it's this arcade type game where you're trying to get through these different levels Oh yeah, I it.
3: bought it the night after you
0: played it with me. You know there's a the the second one is in the uh, Apple Arcade. No. It's called Exit the Gungeon. No way. Yeah, it's in the Apple Arcade. It's called Exit the Gungeon. I played it. It's and it's
3: Is it, it, is it as good or It's
0: it's the complete uh, it's kind of the opposite. It's really interesting. I really liked how they made it for mobile. And oh, okay. Yeah, they did a really good job. But um but yeah, so it's you you know, it's just Hundreds of things flying around on the screen, but I can definitely see how, you know, because I had that ex- that experience at a, at a point. Um, but I didn't even realize it with this game. But, yeah, I could totally see it. Um, and uh, that's good. I, I'm glad that he enjoyed the game, and he uh, almost had to delete it. I don't think he is going to have that same experience with Butter Royale, but um, no. I felt the same way with... with uh, I still am playing No Way Home. Yeah. It's just I love those kind of games. So maybe. I
3: was too, but the yet to be announced next week's arcade mm-hmm. uh i played one round just after we talked about it while you were setting up the computer and that is my game that's like, the game i i'm addicted already you could just tell your one mind's match. Like, your that's it man i can't <laughs> wait
0: <laughs> <laughs> well uh i hope you guys enjoy this episode 125 but first how about another word from our sponsors This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by BuyMoodLand.net.
1: Hi, I'm Larry Bird. Due to a government loophole, I now own half the moon. All of the front part. The Chinese own the rest. What am I going to do with a whole half a moon? That's why I'm selling it to you by the acre. That's right, Moonland. It's an investment. You can till it, develop it. Why don't you start a garden? Some folks like to lease their Moonland. The Indians used to think we were stupid to own land. Boom, boom, pow, wow, can't own land. (laughs) But now who's stupid? Not you. And you gotta stay that way by purchasing moon land at $1,500 per acre. I know what you're thinking. Larry, only $1,500? Are you sure you're not stupid? I'm not. I just want to make sure you don't disappoint your kids by leaving them with something useless, like heirloom jewelry. Don't disappoint your kids. Buy the most luxurious space property in space. www.buymoonland.net. Buy some moonland today.
0: J-Man. what's Justin. up, buddy? Good morning. I, good morning. Yes, and a good morning to everybody out there. You know? Yeah. Probably. You know, cracking. they say it's seven a.m. somewhere. I heard that before. Yep. I yeah. always, I always say it. Is that? It's not seven a.m. always somewhere, right? Oh, it's, it gotta it's gotta be. It's gotta right? be. Gotta be. Right. Right. Interesting. Anyway, so <laughs> there is a, uh, I, I've had a Google alert set in my, uh, set in my Google alerts for a minute. Right. And, and a minute for the uninitiated means it could mean two things. Anything. It can, it can mean, mean yeah, it can mean, uh, you I've been out here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like you've been out here a long time mm-hmm. Or you've been out here like uh, you know, just real... Like a minute. minute. Like a minute, man. Like Which is under
3: 15, I assume. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, under 15 and over 15.
0: So, this is over 15. This have been a minute. Right? <laughs> okay. So, almost as long as we were doing the podcast, because we've had... Uh, we did the Google Alerts thing, where we kind of would make a Google Alert. And then we'd come back next week and see what kind of things it, it generated up off the internet for us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's really... Uh, interesting way to stay up on news that you're that you are interested in right Mm -hmm. and so i created this um google alert called byte b-y-t-e and mostly and I'm, i'm looking for one thing now for the first couple months that i had uh, this it had it had this running it would create that one thing like every once in a while It would pull like a news article about that one thing and then it just disappeared and I'm doing what they call a delayed thesis I'm holding it withholding the information right. of about what I'm talking about.
3: I I don't even know I'm playing the role of the listener Yeah, I'm yeah, very handsome <clears throat> and smart.
0: You are just you like all the listeners very good all our listeners very handsome smart and this so it uh, and then a lot of times it would uh, pull information or it'd pull articles about Byton, uh, which I believe is a Chinese company that's doing an electric car, a really cool electric car, and they're they're making a bunch of waves with it because it's got a forty-inch screen TV like mm-hmm. right in the dashboard, and she they're say like forty inches. Forty inches. They're like we don't know if that's a good idea, but um and it's supposed to really rival the the Tesla, but anyway the reason I made bite and I get a lot of information from futurism.com that way because they do this special little article called like bite you know Mm -hmm. like a news bite (coughs) sorry guys and (coughs) oh my god I will I'm very sorry (laughs) (coughs) and they uh, but the reason I did it was because uh, David Hoffman I think his name is I don't want to forget I'll have to look it up the creator of vine You hear
3: that i think it was crazy intense borderline synthesizer news music
0: yeah that's what it was it was you know but that usually means that there's news here we go uh technicolored nightmare lol <laughs> all right i'm ready so that's the, uh, <laughs> that was the worst laugh i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> let's try it again <laughs> uh okay this article of course comes to us from my suncoast as always, you can see all the news articles down in the uh down in the description for the podcast if you want to read the along. The show notes as the they're sh- known, as they are known. In the biz. In the biz. This one is Florida man turns $500,000 home into technicolor nightmare. Oh my god. So here's the thing. I actually got that picture. Yeah, so when you said that, I th- I was
3: thinking to myself, um Oh, it's probably just like I thought it was gonna be really
0: artistic Uh um it is not guys i mean uh, okay so looking at this that's so that picture of that house i assume that's what he painted that's not easy like if you're looking at that there's no space on this house so what we're looking at we're looking at the outside of a house that's kind of under construction and the entire house is painted up in, of course uh, there's yellow red green blue and orange and there's some pink up on the chimney but there isn't a spot on this house that's not like he means windows are covered Everything everything is coated in paint that's that's a endeavor
3: can I just throw a, a little idea out here I just wanna see if I can guess I'm assuming that he didn't get paid And went back and messed up the
0: house? Let's find out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. But I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Neighbors are shaking their heads after a beautiful home in the 11 Regalo community. ill Regalo. Whatever. Turned into a multicolored mess. The transformation took place over the course of a few days. What? I can't believe. I absolutely can't believe someone would, would do something like this. Look at that. Even the mailbox.
3: Actually, the mailbox looks kind
0: of cool. And that one is just... Yeah, oh, did they, they just, paint the car, too? And the fucking palm tree out front? Wow, he painted everything. The palm tree out front is even coated. Um, paint is splattered pretty much everywhere. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's, all, it's all over the house, the roof, the trees, the lawn, even the mailbox. He obviously has a drug issue or something going on, Clawen said. I have just never seen anything like this in my life. The Collier County Police appraiser office uh, appraiser's office property. Sorry. Collier County property appraisers. The police appraisers uh, say the house belongs to a 40 old Jeffrey Liebman who neighbors said the damage said did the damage over the course of a week. Neighborhood management. Liebman is no longer living in the home. The homeowners association is suing. Liebman cannot be reached for comment. I already is already facing drug charges, including smuggling contraband into detention facility. What? Oh my god, he just got arrested. He's like, What do you mean I can't bring my meth? What do you mean? How am I supposed to paint this cell? Look, you know this you know what this cell could use? Yeah. A lot of greens, yeah and blues. Yep.
3: And you know, this the thing is like, okay, so if I was an alcoholic who wrote, it'd be no big deal. If I was Stephen King, you guys wouldn't care because I'm meth and I paint I paint a whole house. You know, paint one fucking house. I didn't even
0: got to the outside yet or the inside yet. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, it's it's so he was. It was his home, yeah. right? Weird. And he did He does this to his home, and they are mad because they live in a deed restricted community. Right. So he's not allowed. And so you're not allowed to paint your house. You have three colors to choose from, and that's it. Uh, here we go. The whole story. Uh, the whole story right on uh, right in the title. That's what I like about this one story man finds six foot snake in couch while digging for keys and cushion that
3: would be a very interesting day
0: would it be yeah could you imagine your mind would start swimming like how you would never feel comfortable again oh my god if you found a if you just happen to find a six foot snake
3: (laughs) i didn't think about it that way and
0: you don't have a pet snake yeah and you find a six foot snake in your couch yep how could you Ever be comfortable again.
3: Well, I think it takes time. And I'll tell you why. Because I w- I'm telling you, <laughs> something happened to me. I woke up to a hand-sized spider. Not in my current house, but in my old, the duplex I Ooh, lived in. Baby, I baby. up do to do it. A, um, I felt something on my leg. And it felt a lot like the whiskers of my cat. Pretty kitty. Yeah, honestly. Um, like, maybe she was cleaning herself and the whiskers would just kind of hit me. And I went to pet her and felt a lot of legs. And instinctively grabbed it and threw it, and it hit the wall and hit the floor. And I saw how big it was, and it ran. And I was like,
2: huh. You're, like, literally, yeah.
3: just got, I mean. You're giving me chills, this thing. Yeah, just thinking about and, that. um,. Uh, you know, we live in Florida. I think it was a huntsman spider or a wolf spider, one of the two. And Disgusting um, either way. I don't care. Yeah.
0: Name, name the spider. It doesn't make me feel differently about
3: it. I actually was kind of like, I don't want to spray for bugs. Like, let them be there, you right. know? But no, started spraying for bugs immediately after. Immediately. And then eventually you just kind of like not care
0: anymore. But you can't spray for snakes. <laughs> you can't spray for snakes. <laughs> they don't got snake spray. But actually, here on the show, we can get you snake spray. Yeah, Popco brand. Popco brand. Snake spray. A Kansas fire chief removed a boa constrictor that was at least six feet long after a man found it in his couch cushion. So he found it, and he called the fucking sh- uh, uh, fire chief. Do you guys handle snakes?
2: Maybe <laughs> the fire
0: chief just lived next door. I don't yeah, know. maybe. Uh, police received an unusual call Monday morning when, Rose Hill in Can- uh, uh, when a Rose Hill, Kansas man, and this is in Kansas... What was Boas doing in Kansas? A giant brown snake in his living room couch while looking for his keys. The man, so how long, he would. He only saw it because he was looking for his keys. How long was that snake just living in just that couch? there. Loving that warmth every night. He cuddles up with this nice warm mammal. Uh, the the guy sits down to watch the fucking Fox News and he clicks on it and just... Curls up around his ass Underneath the cushion I mean it's possible
3: him. It was upwards of a month
0: Yeah You know There's no reason for it to move Until it's just biding its time Waiting yeah. to eat this guy mm-hmm. Jesus Christ dude Ugh oh, it's, it's That uh, really Really Sickens me uh, Police In his living room And uh, the man does not Own a snake And didn't know Where it came from That's the kicker That's what who, I would immediately start circling the neighborhood, knocking on it. Is this your fucking snake? Yeah. Is this your fucking snake? Yeah. <laughs> hey, is your fucking snake? <laughs> Jesus. Um, Butler County Deputy Fire Sheriff, whatever. Remove the snake. I don't. Does it doesn't. What do we? It's, it was identified as a, re, a red-tailed boa constrictor from the couch. And you oh, know, that's a couch boa.
3: Well, I was gonna say red-tailed boa is actually. Uh, I, I mean, they, they can be made to be friendly, but I think they have a poor disposition in general. If I remember from, um, I used to work at a pet store, and um, out of out of the reptiles that we got, they were consistently even young, um, kind of had bags. yeah had had a poor disposition, and I think that. Um, you could get them used to hands, and they would be okay, but um,
0: uh, they're one of the ones that I'm are One like of the ones that just a dick yeah. See, I messed with him a little bit, and I took my gloves off. You could handle him real easy. He was very gentle, very docile. So maybe this one... This has definitely got to be a pet. Anyone missing a snake can call the fire department's office at 316... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's my snake. That is... Yeah, I, I don't know if I would... Uh, you, you, you might be facing some charges. Oh my too. god! Wait wait wait! Hold on, I got something. Okay.
3: Yeah yeah, that's my snake. All right, well you could just come down and uh, show us some pictures to claim it. Oh, I do. I gotta show. I gotta show you. Pi- Look, these pictures are old. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't make the snake do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, I never made him. In the... I mean, he where he crawls is is his business. Right. You. I mean. I mean, he, I mean. He likes
0: doing what he. I mean, he only does it because he likes doing it. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know. But, I, um, you don't want to see these pictures. Can I, I'm just telling you, it's my just, snake. <laughs> can I just be around? He'll he'll know me. He'll recognize he'll me. He'll recognize just, me. He'll just me. instantly <laughs> crawl for the anus. Six-foot snake? Jesus Christ. Uh, natural disasters always have impeccable aim. <laughs> Large sinkhole opens up in Florida Mobile Home Park. Oh my God. Look yeah. at that photo. Yeah, if you guys go into the show notes and you can... uh, This is unreal. Click the link, yeah. So if you imagine, this guy's mobile home has um, veritably been turned into a bridge across this sinkhole. Like, it's the edge of each side of his his rectangular home is resting on top of the hole, and it's just all hollowed out underneath. And... um, I chose this one because I was thinking just the other day, I was like, dude, sinkholes can happen anywhere, anytime, but mostly only in mobile home parks." It's unreal. sinkholes. now his house is a bridge. And now his house is a bridge. And he can get in the front door. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that. Yeah. He can (laughs) start. Yeah. You can still live there. Well,
3: we'll just extend the foundation. I mean, net gain, really. This is this is great.
0: Yeah. What do you do? Do you just pump that bitch with fucking concrete or something?
3: Sinkholes are actually a topic that I can talk on ad nauseum on any time. Feeling. Yeah, they're uh, um, they're directly linked, especially in Florida, to our uses of aquifers, mm-hmm. and um, you know we're we are we're a lot of limestone right? Mm -hmm. Which is porous. And, uh, um, so yeah, it's pretty much directly linked to groundwater movements. And, um, yeah,
0: that is, see, I knew, I knew that's why I did it. I chose because I knew you'd know. And actually you can,
3: you can trace where groundwater is moving towards the ocean because uh, the highest elevations are in the center of the state and and it kind of goes down towards the oceans and you can trace groundwater and you can, you know, reasonably predict areas that are susceptible to sinkholes. Um, but, but I don't, I don't think we have methods of saying, like, hey, move your house. You yeah. know, I don't think we could be that accurate. Because, um, yeah, it's, it's something that would That would require, just like, a lot of remote sensing, and I don't think there's a budget for like that. Like, I've
0: always wondered, like, we don't have any videos of sinkholes happening on camera. Like, how do they, like, are they quick? Or is it, like, you hear a rumbling and things start caving in? Or is it just like,
3: Yeah, so I think that it could be, it could be both ways. I think that, in general, the... Um, I think two things. I think one, it, and, and this is something I feel less confident speaking on, but um, just from what I do know is that I think that you probably don't notice the subtle signs mm, mm-hmm. and uh, and then there is a, a big instance. Now um, my
0: house that I live in has a severe lean to the left. Is that a sign? Uh,
3: that sounds like you probably are just putting too many of your belongings on one side of your house. Like, do
0: you have one room where it's like, that's your home gym. There's a lot of weight there. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all that is. You'll okay. be fine. All right. That, thought maybe but just had mm-hmm. to make sure um yeah because the last time i heard about a a sinkhole it opened up underneath this guy's house like right under his bedroom and his fucking bed fell in it, and he died he was in bed what that's just nuts um so this is the last one As uh, usually we do like three but mm-hmm. i had four and i want to do all of them husband accidentally donates wife's wedding dress to goodwill and I think the title I had for this was what did you think it was from like a different wedding? I think accidentally should have been in quotes. Accidentally, yeah, like or allegedly accidentally. Where's your alleged there? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you accidentally donate a Especially since they're
3: usually in very specific packaging. Like, mm-hmm. I have a suit, and Mandy has a couple dresses, and they're reserved specifically for, like, funerals and uh, weddings and things like that. You know, like, you have, like, your nice suit. And, I thought uh, that
0: was your funeral dress, baby. Yeah,
3: yeah. But, no, the, what I was trying to say is that they're in very specific, like, dry-cleaned packaging plastic. Yeah, you know, like, they don't come out of that. It's a hard accident, what, yeah. what are you trying to say. It's I'm a trying a hard to say accident it's not an accident. Matt <laughs>
0: right. yeah. Washington, a local husband is feeling extremely guilty this week after he said he did something that would send any wife into a panic. Jesus Christ. He accidentally got rid of something precious. It was his wife's wedding dress. Uh, Kayla Alvey said she may not remember every single moment, but she remembers what she felt like on her wedding day. I felt pretty. Jesus Christ. My husband has set aside what he thought were tablecloths, but wasn't positive. And this is where the husband made the mistake. The garment bag, her wedding dress was in, was ripped, so it was placed into a garbage bag as quick means of protection. And so he just grabbed the garbage bag, like, just donate, donate. All, All right, right it's leaving. trash.
3: Why are you hanging a garbage bag? No wonder it smells like shit in here.
0: Getting the fuck out of here. My God, I'm donating this shit. Well, there's the news. It always is new. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by PopFlix. Everyone's a buzz about PopCo's new streaming service, PopFlix. Let's take a moment to introduce you
3: to some of their new original series. BoJack Horsecock is an animated series that
2: tells the heartwarming tale of an ex-fireman turned kindergarten teacher. Keep the Kleenex handy and check out Doing Strange Things, a group of all-trans ghost
3: hunters search for the paranormal in a small town shared with the Westboro Baptist Church.
2: You won't believe what goes bump in the night. My Old Bird's Box is the story of an elderly man battling dementia and the IRS as he tries to locate his deceased wife's body to find the map to a buried treasure tattooed on her vagina. Or is it just dementia? PopFlix starts at $23.99 a month. That's almost twice as much as Netflix. That's how you know it's better. PopFlix, a PopCo
0: brand. Had come out. Uh, two years after it got deleted, after they were like, "We're done, vines over," and he was, he uh, he's done a couple different things. Like he created um, Hype, which turned into like a really really popular uh, live app game show, mm-hmm. called, like that. Have you heard of it?
3: Uh, yeah. You actually showed it to me. I think when it was still in beta.
0: So it might have been Hype, what mm-hmm. I was showing. Hype was like this really strange. It was like they took Periscope and they took uh uh snapchat and all these things and they mashed them together right and
3: like as an influencer you could say every tuesday at eight i'm gonna be here and like have on-screen pop-ups and stuff yeah Yeah,
0: so you can have a live streaming video that uh, anybody as many people as they want could watch Mm -hmm. but then you can uh do like different graphics on the screen you can add things and you can uh even incorporate other people so like you could be talking one of the people that we're viewing can then also pop up on the screen and be like a little guest so it almost, it just really paved the way for this this game show that they have, and it's uh, I think it's twice a day. They have this game show. You can jump on it and you can play live, and you can like win like prizes. And mm-hmm. uh, the they've got a host. It's been on like Ellen and all this kind of crazy shit. But of course, being the creator of Vine, he really wants to like bring back Vine, and uh, just like everyone wants Vine back, because it was like a community. It was a a different the The community that was created by Vine was so much different than like Instagram or something that Snapchat has created. It's it was just a, a different thing in that, obviously it wasn't supporting anyone monetarily, so that's why it had to be taken away. But um, and then of course since then, fucking TikTok came out, mm-hmm. right? And then TikTok has been just massive, huge, over a billion fucking downloads. Granted, it is, it's in China, and. Uh, They just force download it to everybody, right? Of course. I don't know if they actually do that, but that's like it's it's a Chinese thing. So anyway, um, it just disappeared. It was supposed to come out like spring last year or some bullshit, Mm -hmm. and um, it just disappeared out of nowhere. While I I was searching through my Google alerts for the news segments that we do, you know, I get a lot of news segments that way, and the one of the top articles in Byte, if I I didn't even usually I I don't even click on it anymore. I just happen to click on it. And I think it was about four or five days ago. Byte was finally finally released. Okay, so we finally have, and and of course they uh, like Grant is from Vine, like that's how we know each other. And then uh, you know Jeff and Nelly were were familiar familiar with Vine, but I think there's a handful of people you know that listening to the show that were familiar with Vine, obviously because I was uh, doing stuff on Vine before the show before road soda but yeah dude um so it's called bite here i can actually show it to you right now it's called bite and as soon as it opens up it's just you can see like a video but there are six second looping videos uh this is just fucking trolley but and then it's exactly you know it pretty much exactly vine just kind of updated Right. So, um, but yeah, I think what's cool about this is that he's centering it around the creators. And he tries to, he's going to try, like there's a creator program attached to the to the application. And he's going to want to have um, people that are become quote unquote influencers on the app are going to have some kind of, I guess, view... I don't know how, like, view-based monetary compensation, kind of like YouTube or something like that. Mm. And I uh, I think that's really fucking cool. I think that's what's going to keep the app alive. That's what's going to drop people into the app. And, of course, it'll create those six-second looping videos they are going to bring back that. Um Dude, Vine became explosive
3: vine was huge and still is kind of to this day with uh, with people reposting things on YouTube you know and mm-hmm. uh, I, I
0: don't really understand why it went out of business uh, so vine was uh, its own kind of entity for a while and then it um, it was owned by tw- by Twitter right I think it was actually like bought up by Twitter so the guy who created it he created it on his own and then uh, Twitter bought it And uh, that was a good idea, but then Twitter when they bought it, they didn't do anything with it They just fucking they didn't manage Mm -hmm. it. They didn't and you had these guys that were getting to millions of followers and had hundreds of thousands of views and likes and comments per video that they posted and That's a fucking influencer like and and there was no way for them to generate income unless they made like an ad Mm -hmm. and even then, it like for companies to come in and scope these people out, and like it was just very convoluted. So, what they did to make money to support this thing that they have grown, because if you have like a million people, that's like that's value. This is value there, that's yeah, absolutely. So, what they were doing is they were just ushering everybody off of Vine and onto Instagram and onto uh YouTube places where they can actually get paid for what they're doing,
3: right? Because you know, like Sean has a really big YouTube channel, and being at Nam and His pitch is so simple, like mine is very complicated because I'm not very, I'm not popular, you know, and Uh I really have to sell myself. Sean literally just walks up to companies and he goes, hey, got a YouTube channel, 300,000 followers, over a million views a month, let's work together. And they're like, okay, like this one company gave him free strings for life. Wow. he, He didn't even have to do a video. It's now, just like, did they check
0: it all? Like when he says that, they're like, "Well, let's. Can you bring it up? Can well, you pull it up?"
3: No, no. But obviously, there's going to be email exchanges afterwards. They're definitely going to check. Yeah, you, you know yeah. what I mean. At some point, because um, you know
0: that is a problem. Really? It's a, yeah, it is a problem with, especially in the. It's oh, like a, hospitality, right? Yeah, hospitality is a big one. Yes, yes. Uh, and and it's just a problem with these YouTube, uh, these influencers, quote unquote. Some right. of them are kind of spoofed numbers. And they're getting things and they're trying to like... But they're expecting free things. They're contacting people being like, hey, let me get some right. free shit.
3: And the other difference is is that they are truly influencers. Whereas Sean has a music channel where he teaches lessons and does gear reviews. You know what I mean? So, like, the companies are giving them... I, I think it's different. You know, I, I don't like that you... Uh, the social media influencer, meaning that like you just are vlogging and showing your life and, right. and people are following your life. So is, do it's you feel that's today.
0: what is the definition of, of influencer? Is you're just kind of vlogging your life or? or
3: well, no, because I guess technically they labeled me as an, uh, a content creator and influencer. Yeah, right? I like so, content creator. Yeah. You know, um, uh, whenever I went to Nam, that's what my badge said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, but, but when I think of like the, the toxicity relating to influencers, that's, that's what I think of. I think of like the people who, um, don't, don't really create like any interesting content as far as comedy or music or drama. Um, they just kind of, put their life on display they're usually attractive mm-hmm. and they fund their travel um, by doing that and then people follow them and I, I just think it's weird because it, it's hard because I'm on the outside it's not something I'm interested in I don't follow anybody who, yeah. who does that you know um, but then it's weird like where do you put a bodybuilder like bodybuilders are influencers because they they post supplements that they don't take you know what I mean and they like product placement like they're at the gym and they're wearing a certain piece of gear or like, uh, I know that some of the people that I watch on YouTube for maybe form or or workout routines, they'll be like, hey, and I'm wearing my, you know, Ani brand lifting shoes uh, today. You know, they're really great, raised heel. All right, anyway, so we're going to go hundred in- bucks right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess they're influencers also. Yeah,
0: you know? so does the definition, of, I think there is a negative connotation that comes with the word influencer because yeah. you've seen these like... These um, documentaries and stuff, especially fire, all the different fire documentaries, were like they they were leaning on the influencers. Uh, but either way, it's always kind of like a yeah, this negative connotation because yeah, those people that are just putting their life on display with millions of followers and aren't really doing anything creative mm-hmm. are are influencers. But the it's kind of sucks because it's lumped in with if you just if you've got a certain number number of, of followers, active followers on on a platform or subscribers, i mean you're considered an influencer. You these people showed up for you whatever you're doing. And if there's a million of them and and your lane is music and you're like, "Hey, this is a sweet guitar pedal." Like they're probably you're going to persuade them. You're going to influence them to to Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it, yeah, it does suck that the, and, and I have no, I don't, I don't give a shit because I'm not like an influencer or anything. It's, I just think it's, it, it is interesting. Cause yeah, when you say influencer, what? I like content creator. Um, cause I, but then again, anybody can be a content creator. Of course. Yeah. It's the content creating leads to influencing. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's with this, um, this new this new setup on how they're how they're doing it it's going to be very very interesting to see how they because they haven't really divulged or explained how they should should run it um here's an idea here's something i like to pitch because let's just talk in general about you know influencing as far as like vine and and um any social media social media in general there's a there was a um I'll start by saying that there was a podcast uh, website that what oh, remember I can't remember the the name of the website but they when we first started doing the podcast um, I found them because I was trying to figure out how do you get ads on your podcast Well, obviously the mm-hmm. best way to get ads on your podcast is to have a bunch of listeners sure if you've got a bunch of listeners you'll have no problem getting people to buy ad space but they have this um, these services that will pair uh, that will pair uh, um, sponsors with like podcasters. So you go on, you, you fill out a profile, you explain what your podcast is, all your numbers. You, you have to like download, uh, you have to upload links and stuff to show, like to prove your numbers and mm-hmm. shit. And then uh, as it's all, it's all categorized, like the kind of podcast you are. And then people, uh, uh, people that are, are businesses or whatever, or people that want to um, sponsor, what, what, which, what word should I use? They will then go on the other end of that website, and they'll go. I have uh, a deodorant, like an all-natural deodorant, and I want mm-hmm. to sell this on podcasts. So they'll go and they'll search like natural, uh, natural podcasts or outdoor podcasts or whatever it is that, that where they think their demographic is. And then uh, depending on there was like this this actual um, unit that they had for like how many listeners you have per episode, uh, and then how much money you could charge for like 30 second ad spots like it was like Mm -hmm. they had like 30 there's like 10 second 30 second you can have all the way up to like five minutes or something like ad reads (coughs) on people's shows and then you can choose like beginning anyway i just thought that was so interesting right it's such an interesting service picture this justin i'm picturing it because that led to i was like well why don't they have that for like youtube Right. why isn't that same sort of thing for YouTube but then again I don't think you, advertising on YouTube is the same because people just get money from YouTube views
3: well you get you get money from ad click-throughs on your YouTube page but in addition like it's crazy man like meeting some of these like really popular youtubers like yeah. they get six figure deals with companies like oh. these guys make a lot of money so basically like um, this this shoe brand is like hey if you wear our shoes just mention it Casually, it's not Mm. even an ad and some of those deals are six figures a year.
0: That's crazy And you know the numbers support it. Yeah, this testimonial type selling and is by and large the best way like people we live in a time when if you have a person that you look up to or or You respect in some way and they're a creator of some kind You can absorb them in so many facets Mm mm-hmm And when you you start to trust them and you like them, you've chosen them out of the millions of people out there that are creating stuff. You say, I like this guy, this girl. I like the shit that they do. And you're watching all their movies, if they're making movies, listening to podcasts, all that kind of stuff. When they tell you, hey, this product is a good product. You should buy it. You might not buy that product right then, Mm -hmm. but I guarantee when the time comes in your life that you might need a product like that product, that's the one you're going to buy. Well, and also... You know,
3: we are a generation that dislikes being pitched to, right? <coughs> yeah. Like m- like if if there's a podcast with an ad mm. and I am able, I'm going to skip it. I'm going to use oh, a little sure. 15 second second uh, second fast forward. You know, like if I watch the dollop on YouTube, I go to the comments and like click on the link for when it starts because someone's going to comment how to skip the ads. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, that being said, if I'm... Listening to a podcast or watching like um, a guitar lesson. Let's uh. say I'm watching a guitar lesson online I've been watching this guy who's going really he goes really in-depth on um, Like advanced theory uh-huh. and he's actually a piano player, but you know, I can still is learn. he Asian? No, he's I think he's from Denmark Oh, uh. I love this. Let me like divulge <laughs> real quick here. His first his like channel trailer You know, if you're not subscribed to him and you go to YouTube. Yeah Yeah is an 11-minute video of him walking through a forest and there's all these birds singing and he's talking about improvisation and he's talking about melody right and he's like listen to these birds uh-huh. it's intentional it's unpredictable you know and and he's like using all of these words to describe what the birds are doing he's like that's how you need to be is spontaneous but intentional and like it he's just awesome that's man. really cool so, yeah even though he's a piano player I can still learn theory from him and play some of what he plays on piano and guitar and i i can grow now that being said if that guy was like um and today i'm going to be using uh my Korg little mini log synthesizer i really really like this thing man uh, look at these oscillators it doesn't feel like an ad anymore no yeah and then in a podcast setting when you're listening they might mention something you're like oh what is that and then you're going to google it yeah now that you've googled it You're going to get direct ads. Yep. You know what I mean? Put the data out there. Exactly. So I think then when you're scrolling Instagram, it's going to pop up and Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that's a thing I heard of on that podcast, you know? And, or that's, you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of how companies are going more than like direct advertisements. They're going more for like Mm, subtle, multi level marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Like ingraining it a little bit so that you search for it to try to figure out what it is. And then you get on their website or you find other content creators talking about it. And then that's when you start getting your targeted ads, right? And it just wears down and on it, you. Yeah,
0: wears down. It becomes top of mind. Yep. And l- then when you when it comes time and you're like, oh, I'm ready to purchase a product in this category, you're almost definitely going to choose yeah. the one that you're yeah it's it's
3: and you know since we're talking about this just real quick um i've learned about a concept recently called social proof are you familiar with this i'm not
0: so maybe but maybe not by the same name but i'm interested yeah
3: i think that you understand the concept just just by 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 the name of it and it's basically that if you go to someone's page Mm -hmm. and they have a lot of comment like let's go to a youtube video if they have A certain threshold of subscribers, let's say it's 100k, Uh 100,000 subscribers, and there's like 50 comments on this video, they've established social proof, meaning like I'm an expert in my field, regardless of whether they are or not, Uh But, but we... Register that as oh they are they 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 are uh, successful and they are uh, a, a an expert in their field right even though
0: like all those comments can be like your head is stupid yeah they could I all hate. be bots yeah. I mean
3: they could, it could be fake subscribers okay. you know but just that social proof and I've been learning about that for like my own brand of like with these pedal demos and stuff of like how to grow and it's funny because it's basically like well you can't until you do and then you will and right. uh, meaning that like. There's a point where you're it, it, it may or may not happen, but there's a point where you're going to start generating steam. And usually, what happens is you get one like viral video, one video that gets like, you know, all, all my other videos get like around a thousand views, right, uh, or, or much less. Some only like three hundred. So there's a point where one of them is going to get like ten or twenty thousand. Right. And that's the one that YouTube is going to be serving up to people. So then when they see that one that will establish social proof. They subscribe to you off of that video, right? Okay. So then your subscribers grow based off this one video. And that's how you establish like a rapport with people. And then eventually the rest of your videos will get more views because they're they're exploring your channel. Your newer videos will get more views, which, so it's kind of like this snowball. And then it's right. to the point where like,
0: Silicolon is the number one doctor-recommended stool coagulant. Polymers, invented by the world-renowned Dr. Koshi Kolonabe, bind the matter in your large intestine so that your movements require virtually no cleanup. Originally developed, to treat anal seepage, Silicolen is for anyone who desires spotless underwear and a streak-free toilet bowl. Side effects may include acute anal seepage, upset stomach, bunions, spina bifida, night terrors, night sweats, terror sweats, and a loss of sexual identity. If you are experiencing more than five seizures a day, stop use immediately. Leave toilet paper behind and ask your doctor if Silicolen is right for you. Hey, welcome back everybody here to Waste Some Time in the Arcade. Yeah. Pure enjoyment. Give me your fucking
3: quarters. Give me, you me right? your
0: quarters. Wait, your nickels. Whatever. Just give me your change. Give me your shit. This week we were doing uh, the game that just came out a few days before the, our last episode. It's called Butter Royale. Right. Now, Justin. Sure. You play some Butter Royale? I did. How? What w- Thoughts? Feelings?
3: So... My first impression of this game is that it had the same controls. Can I just read the... Oh, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, let me just... Have the food fight of your life in Butter Royale, a multiplayer battle royale game. Play against 31 other players in a fast-paced third-person shooter food battle. All right. So So the first
3: thing that I noticed was that it had the same control scheme as last week's arcade game, the Asteroid... What is it called? Uh, No Way Home. No Way Home, right. In that your there's a joy the the touchscreen has two joysticks that yes. that you know your left thumb controls movement your right thumb if you press it in a direction is the direction that you'll be shooting yes um it this game f- follows the suit of kind of i believe like maybe like fortnite and apex legends of kind of a free-for-all you yeah, The the is it pubg apex legends?
0: yeah yeah pubg where it's Which a f- was like a, <coughs> a mod of a mod
3: right right and so it's like a um a free-for-all shooter where you're running around on the map. Um, and the difference is is that this map slowly gets smaller because melted butter <coughs> c- cascades down, and you have to move out of the way of that. And it on- honestly, it, it creates almost a puzzle element as you're escaping because it's like you can go to dead ends and then die from the, the melted butter right. that's coming in. Um, I played a little bit. You can play versus the AI. Uh, you can play versus other players. And... Um, uh, it's 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 a it's fun. Um, you level up, but the level up has nothing to do with your skill or the weapons you have access right. to. The leveling up only has to do with uh cosmetic stuff, new flags for when you die, um, new like uh, helmets and like you know different yeah cosmetic very cosmetic things. heavy yeah. game. Um. The one thing I couldn't tell was, are those tickets? Is there any pay to you? Can, you have to earn all the cosmetics. Yeah, in game. you earn everything right. throughout okay. the game. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I thought, but I didn't know if there's a way to additionally buy that stuff. So that's good. Um, it has seasons, mm-hmm. where the, meaning that like you can earn these rewards over the course of let's say a month. I don't know how long their seasons are, and um, and as you progress. If you progress to the end of that season, you get a special reward, right? If you if you win enough matches or get enough levels, ranks. And then your rank resets at the end of that season. Um, so overall, if you like uh, kind of multiplayer-type shooting right. games, um, I think you might enjoy it. It is top-down, yes. not first-person shooter, as you might think, or even third-person shooter, like you might think. So it's top-down. You navigate around on this map, and you try to kill the enemy without them killing you. The other thing I really liked about this game was the stealth element. I like that you can hide in grass right. and then pop out and shoot people. Yes. that's that's pretty clever the way they did it. Your silhouette turns black, and um, and then you just pop out and they don't and see yeah. you. Yeah, you know. So you, you can have to be aware of your surroundings not only because of the terrible melted butter threat, but also because of the uh, the the stealth um so i mean did did i cover all the features or anything I, that that's yeah. that's like the whole yeah. thing
0: the um i love like the different. so everything is it's very pun heavy with uh, of course the name of it is a is a pun ba- uh, butter royale
3: right instead of battle yeah. royale, right
0: which was a um you know i believe it was so it's a movie um an old 80s japanese movie that in a way gave birth to the uh to the to the idea not the idea but the gave birth to the um the game type i believe Mm -hmm. so obviously PUBG was i think one of the first ones which was like a mod of some other game and then within that mod that everyone was playing everyone would do this other mod which was right a free-for-all there was however like 30 people on a massive map and the last one standing one right which is a really cool idea it's a really fun idea obviously came and then Fortnite and all that shit but um so this game, just like you said, is is based on that. It's the same kind of concept, and it's uh, it is it's really fun because of how quick you just get into the game. You start and you're just almost immediately running around. You you know picking up weapons uh, like the Mayonator, which is like this mayonnaise gun. Right, right. Um, they're really cool kind of guns. It's I wish there was. A little more skill with like shooting people. Yeah, trying, like, because there is none. Right, yeah, it's just kind of like run and hope you get rid of their life before they. I get think rid the your
3: skill, r- if there is any skill, it, it lies in range management. like yes. Once, you, once your opponent shoots you, identifying what weapon you have to be familiar with the weapons, identifying what weapon they have versus what weapon you have, right. and seeing like okay. They do X amount of damage. I have this much armor and health. I can get in close enough with my shotgun and finish them in this amount of time. So it's almost like you have to understand the DPS of the weapon, the right, range right. of the weapon. But but as far as actually shooting, uh, there is no skill. There's no headshots or crits. Or, yeah, it's just know, it's just damage in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And And um, so yeah, you're and 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 you're absolutely right. Like that's you're, you. You want to judge a skill because some, like you said, some of the weapons have a longer range than the other ones. And the one so there's a few. One thing I. That kind of got frustrated with playing it is the um the lack of play time. So you the actual time you're spent on the ground running around, unless you go all the way down to like the last person standing, mm-hmm. is pretty minimal. Like mm-hmm. y- you're probably gonna get killed really quick. You're probably gonna pay play for like maybe three to four minutes, and then you're back at the the home screen mm-hmm. where now you have so. The gameplay then also becomes kind of like dressing up your character, and where do you want to put your, where do you want to put your points? What do you want mm-hmm. to buy? Or what do you want to take time to, to do with like your yeah the points that you have and whatnot? And then when you, and then it's a lot of you know butter loading screens just to get back to that, and then you might die. Like as soon as you load, you might die because a guy just happens to like run by and whatnot. Right. So I kind of wish there was maybe a different play type. I like the Battle Royale because it's big. Everyone's really into the Battle Royale. So
3: maybe a stock mode where it's like you have three lives. Exactly. Maybe
0: it's... uh, Exactly. Maybe um, not all 33, but instead it's like a smaller. It's like 20 people and Mm -hmm. everyone has like three lives. Like that would be... I think I, that would be a lot more fun so I can have more time actually playing the game. You know, there's a,
3: a game for the PlayStation 4 called Destiny 2, and uh, oh, yeah. I, I play it on and off. Um, when it first came out, I was really big into the raids. You know, I like the problem-solving and, like, that high... I, I, we, we were actually one of the first people in North America uh, to beat the Prestige. Oh, Like, shit. the first raid, like, the hardest level of the raid. Like, um, when we got, like, the trophy, wow. it was, like, 0.01%. And it stayed that way for, like, six months. It was, Fuck, like, we yeah, one of the 1%. But the time commitment to learning these fights and to playing like we literally died to one boss i think six hours straight for like three days in a row like i, I just happened to have that i was in between jobs and stuff I right. had time to play anyways i say all that to say that they have some really interesting multiplayer modes and um one of them would be much like battle royale or mm-hmm. like it, it, you know free for all um but they have uh one mode i thought was really cool it was teams and you guys right. have a shared health pool. Oh, wow. So it's like if one of your guys gets shot, he doesn't die. It's a shared health pool, mm-hmm. um, if, if, if I remember how it works correctly. So um, – just because you get shot a bunch doesn't mean that you die, but it doesn't mean that your team is going to suffer Right, right. So right. if three people can gang up on one person uh, Then oh, wow, the whole team dies. So, so it's just it like an interesting way to play, you know it
0: forces teamwork It yeah. forces cohesion it yep. forces to watch because I can't tell you how many times I've played You know, obviously played Halo 2 and all that stuff back in the day or halo and you play team matches and as soon as the game starts everyone acts like it's an individual game right and they all just run off in separate directions and like the only way to really do well on those team matches was to stick together yep and because you couldn't get people to, to stick together, you would just like, fine, I'll just have to fucking follow you around. This is mm-hmm. the only way we're going to be able to fucking do it. So right. You're playing like you're just running around doing whatever the fuck you want and I have to follow you so that we can have a chance to, to win this because this Rambo shit doesn't fly. I like that. That's yeah. really cool.
3: So I guess the, my point is that I agree with you in that there are, there are some creative gameplay modes I feel they could have implemented and still can implement still with can, updates yeah. uh, that wouldn't require... Uh, a whole lot. I mean, right. it, when it, I understand, like, when it comes to changing a game or patching a game, it's not as easy as you think it is, right? No, like, no. I, I, I'm aware of that. And rolling back things, I, from what I understand, is much harder than implementing new features, right? right. Um, so, anyways, that being said, I, I think that with not too much work they can implement, like, teams. Teams. Or... Um, stock, I like stock. The, yeah. yeah. Um, or, like, you know, the whole time I was looking at this thing, I, I you know what I was really thinking was a capture-the-flag mode would be super fun. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's so simple in the in the shooting and stuff that it gets... Honestly, I mean, my, my review is that it gets boring pretty quickly. Right, Right. The yes. gameplay is really simple. I would play the shit out of it if they had to capture the flag. And then with the butter hazard and like maybe other hazards, you know, right, but like yeah. the, the, when I was looking at how it's kind of like a maze.
0: Yeah. It's a very large map that you're on.
3: Yeah. So I think like, okay, so we start, there's a, you know, you could either do like Warsong Gulch style. Wow. Capture the flag where it's like, we each have one. You got to go. But I thought, okay, so it's battle royale. Maybe the goal is to get to the center of the map and you mm-hmm. can still do a free for all right, with the right. flag. But, but of course, if you die, you'd have to respawn, right? Like, I, I it wouldn't work if you just have one stock. But the idea would be that the first person to get the flag back wins, or even regular capture the flag. That would be, that, yeah. Be See, I would
0: be totally down on that because it is nice to have a quick gameplay, mm-hmm. uh, just to be able to jump in. I'm taking a quick shit, I'm gonna jump in, I'm gonna play a match, and then that's it. But it's also nice when I'm like, I wanna play the game, and I sit down, and I, as soon as I get in, I just happen to not get a gun quick, and this other guy approaches me with a fucking gun and blasts me, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting there for another two to three minutes of just waiting for everything to load, waiting for the room to load again. It's That that aspect um, stinks. Like, when I'm playing a game, I want to be fucking... I want to be playing the game. Mm-hmm. I want to be waiting around. That's actually one of the reasons uh, when, when Fortnite first came out, um, and I was playing it a little bit, that was the main thing that kept me from playing it was just... If you wanted to go Rambo, you can expect your gameplay to be like a minute, two minutes, and then uh, another ten minutes of waiting around mm-hmm. until another game started. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. But hell yeah. Where would you put it on um on the the thing? I would say play it if it's there. Or or what was the middle one? Uh
3: so there's binge play it, it while you shit. Play it while you binge it, play it while you shit, and then the third one was like read a book or something. It's go do anything again. Um mm it's in between the last one and play it while you shit yeah because honestly the arcade has such a robust offering right now and some of the the quality of the games we've reviewed so far are so good that if you are in the arcade there's i guarantee you there's plenty of content that you haven't completed and there's probably other games that would I, I think would be more enjoyable. Yeah. But you know that being said, if this is, is if this is a genre you're interested in, sure play it while you're ship. But overall, for me, it's in the last category. I yeah. Think. I, it's I, I would skip it.
0: Exactly. And I, I think that's uh, exactly where you put it. Was if that's the genre, if you like the battle royale thing, of course, give it a try. It's a fun way to. I mean, of course, Fortnite. Fortnite is also on the phone. You can download mm-hmm. Fortnite. It's not in the arcade, but it's like, but. Um, there's a lot more skill involved with Fortnite that's hard, that doesn't translate very well to the mobile device, but with this, because everyone's kind of playing on that level playing field, mm-hmm. yeah, if it's, it could be fun. I think you might enjoy, there's a game I saw that I believe it's it's just like this, in that um, it, I think it is Battle Royale kind of style, but it's also like a twisted metal kind of game
3: I yeah that's awesome did you I don't
0: know if you came across that no game I again.
3: didn't but I I definitely remember when those games were big in in the late and 90s we
0: have it's been so long since yeah. we've had like a vehicle-based shooting game mm-hmm. where like you get to change the missiles and everything on your fucking car mm-hmm. I yeah I saw it somewhere I, I haven't downloaded it I haven't played it um maybe we'll do a millennial book club on it one day but um that is not what we're doing this uh, not millennial book club uh arcade we'll yeah. do it on it one time that's not what this one, the next one, what we're playing this week and what we're gonna talk about on the next episode is. I'm so excited. You go ahead, go ahead, what? go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's called Grindstone. Grindstone, baby. And yeah, I yeah. had it pulled up, I know, I'm gonna read to you the little thing. Grindstone, it's more of like a, it's kind of like a a, a puzzle game in a way. Not like grinder. Anybody? All uh grindstone play grindstone with apple arcade and game subscription with the service uh 100 plus groundbreaking new games what grindstone is a game of sword slashing puzzle puzzle battles from the award-winning creators of super brothers sword and sorcery i've actually played that
3: sword and sorcery yeah i'm aware of that game wow
0: uh might and magic uh clash of heroes and critter crunch so these guys have a good habit of making dope games and this is the game that we're going to be uh, taking a look at this week. I think this game is definitely going to soak up a little bit of time. So, yeah, go on the, uh, the Apple Arcade and try out... Oh, just smacked my mic. And try out Grindstone. And if you have any thoughts about today's game or the game we're going to talk about next week, you can send that to roadsodamail at gmail.com. Or you can phone in at 706-200-1213. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel
3: like the what I'm excited about for Grindstone is that it reminds me of the art style from a comic book I like called Headlopper, and yes. it's basically like heavy metal Candy Crush.
0: Yes, that's the. W- I think that's the. When you looked at it, you, that's what you said, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a very good description of what we're looking at. Yeah, Headlopper, you introduced me to that, and that's fucking dope. Um, but yeah, so we'll catch you next week. And I burped in the middle of the phone number. That's my mistake. 706-200-1213. You can leave a message and we listen to it. New to PopFlix. The summer game show people are really crying about. That's That's my my cat. cat. We take your cat and give it a complete makeover. Then put it in a pack of other similar cats. Then you have to pick your cat out. If you can, you win $1 million. If you can't, we kill your cat. (laughs) Father Charles Patrick, Father, Father Charles. Now Stephen is hoping his cat will come to him. Father Charles Patrick, come on, boy. We've seen this strategy before, folks, and it never works. Father Charles, (laughs) come here, Charles. Stephen, has Father Charles Patrick ever come when you do that? (laughs) No. Can the owners find their cats? Find out who wins a million dollars and who goes home empty-handed and catless. Stream the whole season this summer on PopFlix.
3: You know, I was reviewing some of the stuff Sean and I did when he had 95,000 subscribers. I was reviewing this lesson we did to make sure that we didn't kind of like double up on it. And uh, somebody in the comments was like, congrats on 95,000. And it wasn't that long ago. It's like now he's all he's over three hundred, and, yeah. and so it's exponential. As it is because I remember
0: even not too long ago, before that, he was at like two hundred thousand. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So so I guess what I'm trying to say is that like that that kind of snowballs. Anyways, it's it's a mild non sequitur, but you know.
0: It does. It absolutely does snowball, and and um, the so you're talking about your social proof is where right and i guess
3: where i was going that basically is that you know companies are looking for people who have social proof and that's yeah. why sean has that power that i don't have it's
0: not just a hundred thousand right. viewers or, or subscribers because yeah subscribers are are one thing but are they actively engaging in that's your right. content yeah. which is a very big thing it used to not be a big thing mm-hmm. uh like when twitter first came out and and these different following services or not servers but these following social media things. It used to be where you would, um, uh, you could just have, you could pay some kind of bot to generate you like hundred thousand fucking subscribers or whatever or, or followers. Right. And but people didn't know the difference, and like it was. I mean, I'm sure if you went all the way up to like a company and keep looking at your fucking tattoo, dude, oh, it's so yeah. goddamn cool.
3: Yeah, man, look, we got a lot done on it.
0: Justin's we, got this sweet, got sweet so- fucking. Tattoo that he's been actively working on and since
3: November. It's, it's a sleeve and I think we are Like 42 hours in right now or something like that
0: and He was just casually relaxing with his hands up on his head and and he's got a hidden little gem up in the armpit Got up there. a cute it's little
3: dragon ball in my armpit. So Let me tell you armpit not fun It's funny because whenever we first started doing the sleeve a lot of people do a V No disrespect to anybody who does this where they don't go into where, the armpit yeah, it comes down and yeah. I told my artist, I was like I I want to be wearing a short sleeve shirt and nobody to be able to see skin and I was like I'd rather pass out than have what I consider to be an incomplete tattoo Ooh, Now having gone into my armpit. I probably would have just been fine with yeah, you know what I'll live with yeah, it. you know It's fine. I don't need I don't That's need to good. go. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it's it's uh, it's rough, but but anyways um, right social proof and uh, yeah. oh, oh, well, you know why YouTube changed the way that they even consider what is a view okay, like so an individual user uh, viewing a content over four or five times a day um, no longer counts for a view. So okay. it has to be an individual, like I, I think, uh, like down to the IP address, not just a different email account. Right, right. And in addition, they have to watch the content. I think a video has to be longer than a minute in order to be monetized, and they have to watch at least 30 seconds of it. Okay. And the way that they analyze things now is not even by views. Views don't actually even matter. What matters is impression click-through, which means, hey, we showed you the video and they clicked on it. Mm -hmm. How long did the person watch it? Mm -hmm. So that's why we're getting clickbait thumbnails, and that's why we're getting these like very... Tightly edited, uh, you know, hook type of intros because I want you to watch my. Con- I want you to watch thirty percent of my content. Right. The people don't actually care if you make it to the end of the video. They just want the first thirty. seconds. They just seconds. need those first yeah. thirty seconds, baby. Just get yeah. you in the door. Just yeah. take a look at my wares. And if you scan, like if you skim, like click along the the buffer line, mm-hmm. then then that also counts. So as long as thirty percent of the total time of the video was watched, like the watch time clocks in it you know three and minutes. 30 percent
0: so if you've got like yeah. an, an hour-long podcast posted they have to watch you know like 15 20 minutes of right it. exactly
3: wow. even, if they, even and, if they skim and that's how you can be like okay this content is worth well that's watching. good I'm,
0: I'm glad that that's what they did yeah i'm glad that that's how they they did it um and and so this whole thing with like monetization and and add it and like uh, ads and whatnot mm-hmm. There was, I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but um, this is this is the first time I'm ever vocalizing this idea publicly into like recording or whatever. This is a, uh, an app idea. And I've, <clears throat> I thought of it just because of interacting with Vine and then interacting with that service, that podcast service where they're like, well, you know, we'll match you with ads and whatnot. So mm-hmm. there was, uh, so it'd be a social media app Which, of course, if you want to try to start a social media application, it's it's like you're trying to bring a bunch of people to something that's it's impossible. Yeah, Um, it's not impossible. It just takes millions and millions of of dollars in marketing and just ads on Facebook and everything like TikTok fucking did. But so what it is. So this is this would be uh, the deal. Right. You have creators. And you have uh, sponsors so there's two different types of profiles now the creator profile has two functions you can do two things with a creator profile you can uh, go on and you can just peruse the content so you can just be a viewer Mm -hmm. casual viewer and of course you can create your content and now the sponsors are on the other side and they have Profiles that they build for their for their business for the company whatever they're gonna pay people to do So if it's Colgate, they would create a little Colgate toothpaste uh, um, Profile Mm -hmm. and then uh, anyone can follow their their profile, but here's what they here's what the entire all the content will be This is what all the content will be all the content will be generated or based on companies making I this, I'm stuck on this word, and uh, as far as like how to to describe it, but the companies make bounties. Like they'll go, we need a thirty second, we want a thirty second ad about uh, uh, Colgate whitening, and then they'll post it, and they'll and and uh, everyone can make a thirty second ad, and then there's there's benchmarks within that. Uh, that bounty and it says so if you if, if you like make this. a video if you make a video and uh, At 30 seconds for Colgate and that mm-hmm. video reaches 100,000 views uh, We will then give you 10 bucks, right if it reaches uh, Like 3,000 30,000 if, if you know just exponential all the way up to whatever cap it is mm-hmm. um, it will uh, um, Yeah, so we'll give you the creator will give you money, right? all the way up to, you know, whatever it is, let's say you get a million views, they'll give you a hundred dollars, right? And so that's for the creator. So then you go, well, who's just gonna go on and fucking watch commercials, right? So of course you have your your favorite creator, you have your favorite uh, person from Vine or from Instagram making a video but it's still an ad, why do I wanna go and watch it? So for the third party, because there's always a third party on Instagram, there's always a third party on YouTube, all these people that just are just viewing, they're just there to watch, they're just there to absorb the content, you reward those people by interacting with the video. So mm-hmm. when a video meets, so a bounty is put out and the benchmarks are you know, 3,000 views or 3,000 likes and the creator gets paid, Also at 3,000 likes, it unlocks a promo code and a promo code will last for like a couple days and uh, you'll get 10% off on the product. So now you have incentive as a viewer to watch these videos. Like, oh, I like that. I'll like and comment. And then if it reaches, you know, like 50,000 views, then I'll get a 25% discount on my next purchase at fucking Walmart or whatever. Like I'll get a promo code. I like that. So now everyone is fucking... Literally everyone's winning. Every single person, like I have incentive to go on, and and like as a viewer, there could be like a daily deal section of you know some of the best, like some of the the. Uh, so it's like, like an uh,
3: interactive Groupon, right? You know, with advertise. It's like Instagram meets Groupon. It is Grant. And are you writing this
0: down? Grant, are you writing this down? So, I. The, I think it's because you have YouTube you have Instagram you have all these things and people are creating content and then you have uh, uh, Advertisers moving in and paying them and they're doing like these subtle fuck all that just Let's not act like we're not doing what we're actually doing. Let's just make a thing That's doing less Let's just it's have, transparent. It's very transparent. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins. So obviously as a, um, as a, a, a company and I'm paying people to to um, advertise it's probably a cheaper way to advertise it's a great way to advertise because you have you don't have to do any of the content writing of course you you might run into things well what if it's just uh you have a toothpaste commercial that you want they want a 30 second commercial and the person doesn't make it they just show their fucking tits for 30 seconds and then that gets 30 well when it starts reaching those benchmarks it would be up to the businesses to then uh, approve or disapprove like the content Mm -hmm. So of course anybody can just make it, but if it starts gaining steam, it starts getting close to that like one hundred thousand thing. Uh, then they'll go, well, this video we, we, we reserve the right to not. Oh, yeah, like it's out not on brand and, for right, us. It's not on brand, yeah. um, and but I think it's genius because then the creators, of course, you have followers. So I can follow. You can follow the companies, like you can follow Walmart, mm-hmm. right? And so you go, I love, I, I'm a, I like that company, and when they have deals and shit from the content that's created for them I want to be a part of that so you can follow businesses and then you can also follow your content creator so you're like I love this guy I love everything he makes he makes funny shit he makes clever shit I just want to be a part of everything he does you can follow him and then it makes him worth more because whenever a company puts something out if he decides to make a video it, the chances of him achieving that bounty are exponential And if he has a hundred thousand uh, followers, and he only needs to meet 10,000, you know, likes on a video in order to to collect his money. It's fucking, it's um, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. I, dude, that's I don't know. I think this is a great idea. Do you like that idea? Yeah, I do.
3: I do. Now here's the thing. I I do like that idea. I want to hear what you. But think. But the honest, if you ask me honestly, uh, like me personally, you know me. I don't. I like I have an Instagram because of my thing. Right. I don't have any social media anyways. I'm not the target market. You but know,
0: you wouldn't you wouldn't be a viewer. So let's let's say Because um, any company can be on there even if it's like, a, you know a, a music company that creates or, or that's a, like a music manufacturer like now You're totally right Like focus right yeah. they could be on there and yeah. then there could be a whole group of musicians on there. All
3: right. You're totally right Yeah, I'd be down to make ads and try to make money making music I mean, it's right. what I do is literally what I do now if,
0: and even if you and even if you weren't doing that Let's say you're like I'm thinking about buying a new piece of equipment a new guitar I'm gonna go on there and and scroll around and see if there's any ads out for like mm-hmm. a, some kind of like Gibson is having somebody make a guitar or not uh, like make a video, mm-hmm. and if it reaches a certain amount, I can get like a discount. I get free shipping on the guitar, like whatever it is. Like you you stand to make a gain from perusing and seeing what kind of content these people are creating. I like it. it thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's very creative. I think the obviously the the biggest the biggest biggest downside is explaining People explaining to people how it would work concisely and trying to get them to wrap their heads around it Uh, And then in doing that also trying to like like teach them about it It's always the most difficult part of a new product. I've seen a lot of Shark Tank (laughs) Educating the public is the most difficult thing when you have a brand new product. Mm Mm-hmm um, and then also I've watched a lot of fucking Shark Tank. Yeah, like dude, how much like, Shark Tank have you watched? Uh, none literally, really literally none. dude yeah. that show is so goddamn addictive there's We'll talk about it later, but there's like <laughs> There's a there's a couple of like competition shows that I am in love with because they're just pure It's 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 pure. It's it's real drama like these people really came on they really competed And It's really the best one wins and it's fucking Mm -hmm. uh, it's great But you learn so much about businesses and how to handle them and whatnot when you watch a lot of Shark Tank anyway, the um, And and so the and the other thing would be the other difficult thing would be just bringing people on board a new uh, social media program So that's like always the biggest step is is just bringing visitors there are everyone's spread between Snapchat and Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and they're all they're all their own social medias in a way, and it's just how do you get people onto a brand new one? But I think, I think it's doable. I mean, obviously with a ass ton of money just for you could you have know, ton of money to build the app and then an ass ton of money to create advertising, and then just have that advertising everywhere. But if you could show in a concise video what the app does it's like oh, i follow people and watch their stuff and then i get and you can i if, if i got fucking maybe you'd never create something but maybe one day you have like your bounties page and you can just scroll through all the bounties that come mm-hmm. out and you're like you know what I, I have an idea for this this product that, let me do that idea and then maybe you might make a quick 20 bucks you don't know
3: yeah and actually i like that it's it's similar to Vine in that it could be comedy focused, it could be music focused, mm-hmm. you know, because you're trying to, you know, get people's attention, right, right. and trying to get them to engage, so uh, get them to share it, you know. So I think it, it does have the viral potential that Vine had, you know, right. and, I, and and it, it's a little longer. Vine was seven seconds, six, six, yeah. And of course, you're saying, you know, like we'll say we, we set the limit to thirty seconds, you know, right.
0: I that's the, that's the other thing is is what um what should should there be any limits? Should there be maybe there could be like a that's that's not really an area I've I've totally um jumped into as far as like thinking about right. this. I think that's but it's I think it's interesting like would you allow pictures? Uh would it would you allow just audio? What if um what if a musician wants to come in and they don't make maybe they just maybe they just want to make like music. Mm-hmm. Or somebody's just a photographer they just want to take really cool pictures and stuff and I think that might diverse I don't know. I've it's hard to say what would be good for it. But I, I like thinking about it. It's a fun thing to think about, and uh, it's one of those things where maybe if I talk about it enough, it'll just start. It'll appear. It'll appear in the world, because dude, I'm not gonna dedicate my life to creating a social media fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to just do this podcast. Speaking of which, what a that's a. I did a lot of talking. That's about a that. meaty segment. That's a meaty segment. You're welcome. Me- you're welcome with that meat. Oh yeah, guys, you can download Byte. Uh, there's no road soda. Bite thing yet But I'm That's what I want As soon as I downloaded it And I started checking out Bite, I was like dude I think this is a way To bring some listeners Into the podcast Absolutely Because that's really what Absolutely like, Oh yeah
3: for yeah. sure Like you need Yeah you need to capitalize on that
0: Yeah and it's Because it's so new It's like all, all the people that Bitched and moaned About Vine Because they weren't The first people on boarded Like oh I was Out for a year Before I started If I was like One of the first people I could be like the next Mm-hmm. You know, whoever, whoever, whoever the fuck was big on Vine. Um, but, you know, here's your chance. It's been out for like a week and it's only, it's at like almost 2 million downloads now. It's so funny. I was reading this article and it was like, oh yeah, it's, um, you know, now the competitor to, to TikTok. And it, it showed, it was like, it's at 2 million downloads and TikTok's you know, over a billion downloads. That, yep. that is not a competitor. Yep, they
3: got 20% of the
0: market share between, you know, and and they're coming for you. That is not even close no. to uh, competitor, but yeah, you can um, on somebody already took my name Isaiah Cooper. I gotta look that up and see who it might have been me. I might have created a, an account a long time ago. You
3: had an account when it was in beta.
0: Yes, yeah, when it was in beta, I had I did have an yeah, account, you but I didn't. It to me. Um, and I think they I joined the forum, and then the forum may have like linked it to the like just automatically created account but at either way my name now is i don't know why i've never used this as a name but it's isaiah cooler oh my dear god so instead of c-o-o-p-e-r it's c-o-o-l so it's just i like it it's the cooler version it is of cooler me. yeah that's right it's like a good mc name too. iz cooler what's up baby what's up baby dropping them busy yeah but um i don't really have anything up there i'm just saying but dud uh, Download it yourself, and and especially if you're a Vine person, download Byte. It's in the App Store right now. Check it out. See how you like about it. See if you like it, if it gives you the same Vine feelings that you felt. And, of course, phone into the show and tell us what you think, 706-200-1213. Or you can also, um, you know, email roadsodamail at gmail.com. And what do you think about Byte? How does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? How do you lose one shoe? We're gonna be late!
1: Let's go, get your shoes! I'm a prisoner of my own goddamn home!
0: Does this happen to you late again for Kids Eat Free Tuesdays at Bob Evans because your ungrateful kids can't find their goddamn shoes? Well, not anymore with the all new Kids Shoes. We adhere shoes directly to the soles of your kids' feet, permanently. Your shitty kid will never make you late again. Kid shoes are made from real wrought iron, so you don't have to worry about them wearing down over time. We know the worst part of owning kids is the constant growing. That's why once a month, one of our shoe techs will come to your house and refit your dirty, stupid kids with a new pair of kid's shoes. Starting at one year and up. kid shoes, a Popco brand.
1: Millennial Book
2: Club Millennial
0: Book Club Menacing Broccoli Chambers. Now this welcome everybody to the support group. Um I know we've all had our run-ins with menacing broccoli chambers. Uh Justin. Yes. You just had your run-in. I did. And yeah, uh, so how how you doing?
3: I'm doing okay. You know, it was just kinda like another day and I was like, um, trying to go to the store and mm-hmm. um, yeah um it's kind of like this hole in the wall right uh and uh you know curiosity got the best of me and i walked in and there's broccoli everywhere it was mm-hmm. as menacing as it gets and then the problem is is that you once you enter uh, because of the light sources it becomes very difficult to find out where to exit and yeah a yeah a lot of people you know you come back changed. And, it's okay, Justin. This yeah. is,
0: that's why you're, you're here today. Yeah. My
3: therapist says the broccoli chamber is not real and that it can't
0: hurt me. But oh, Well, your therapist has never been in the broccoli chamber. She's never so. been stuck in the broccoli chamber. So they don't know. But uh, here we are in the support group and we're... Oh, yeah. Let's also talk about the Millennial Book Club. This yeah. Is the MBC, the Millennial Book Club, where we just talk about Netflix originals. Uh, the Netflix original that we are discussing today, we announced it on the show last week, so you watched it. And or at least I hope you watched it, is uh, Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. Uh, Kipo the Age of the Wonder Beasts is an all-ages animated television series created by Radford uh, Secrist, adopted from a 2015 webcomic. The series produced by an American company. It's produced by DreamWorks. Um, so I'm not sure if this is like a Netflix in conjunction with... Uh, DreamWorks, but I hope we didn't fuck this up by doing our first non-Netflix um, non-Netflix original. Non-Netflix original but I don't think so. I think it is though, because I think it's only available on Netflix, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's animated South Korea, and um, it's ten episodes. Each one is twenty-four minutes long, and it's great. It's a really, really well-done show. So if you, I want to show you the animation in uh, Kipo. It's not. The DreamWorks, it's not your typical DreamWorks animation. As you can see, it's regular. Life. Oh, it's
3: beautiful. You know, obviously the first thing that comes to mind is like gorillas. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Gorillas. Uh, so um, it's like westernized anime. Exactly. You know? Kind of like yeah. how
0: you would see on Teen Titans. Yep. Teen
3: Titans for uh, sure. Exactly. It also reminds me of uh, Tech on King Crete, that one movie uh, anime that I always talk about. Um, but, but this is far, far more westernized.
0: Uh, it looks great. It is, it's great it's colors, amazing colors, great visually, mm-hmm. and as much as it is visual eye candy, it's, an, um, it's a very well-written story. If there's anything you can depend on when it comes to DreamWorks, it's having a well-written story. Yes, of course, some of the themes and things like that might be a little cliche, mm-hmm. but like, all right, how can you say that uh, Toy Story isn't a brilliantly written movie? Uh, that's why they're so popular. That's why they're so good. All those movies are are very well written. So this one, it's 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 the feeling of like a Saturday morning cartoon. But the, as you're watching it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is dealing with like real problems that these people would have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's always my favorite. I don't care how fantastical the, the setting is. Uh, it can be in outer space. It can be underground. It could be 10,000 years in the future. When you take people you take real people and you put them in that setting i want to see them going through real human emotions and making real decisions like if they were if if a person was in that situation would they make that decision like would they actually do that and um this was this was really really good man it's um what it's about is this girl kipo she's a what they call a burrow girl she lives in a burrow Mm mm-hmm and something ha- uh, there's like this earthquake happens, and she gets blocked off from the rest of her her family, and uh, she gets flushed out of the burrow in like a some kind of water thing, right? So now she's in the outside world. She's topside. She's never been topside. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now it's her trying to to get home. How she needs to find her way home. She needs to find her way in this world. And of course, she uh, begins running into a couple of humans. But for the most part, the reason the humans are forced underground is because it doesn't say why. Uh, but clearly, it's a post-apocalyptic world. Like they're everything's ruined. They're walking around in these, you know, human ruins. Mm-hmm. But now, animals have evolved into these hyper-intelligent life forms that talk and communicate and have their own society. And uh, the entire planet is this hierarchy of different animals and shit. And they all have like their their own colonies like uh i think in like the third episode they're with the um the timber cats and the timber cats are these big massive cats that are all lumberjacks that Mm -hmm. live in the woods and they have the scratching tree which is like their holy tree but it's been taken it's just it's it uh, not only is it it's super imaginative uh it's it's Again, the writing is very well done. Of course, she's you know going through her own turmoil, trying to sure, find her the family. Sure, the hero's journey
3: over there, but it mm-hmm. still like feels Saturday Saturday morning cartoon. Is it is it like um her story continues, but the individual episodes kind of wrap themselves up.
0: Um, yes and no. So mm-hmm. it definitely in each episode, you ha- has its own arc as far as like what what problem we're solving in that episode, but it is for the most part picks up where it left off. So she is on a, so through the 10 episodes, she's on the journey trying to find her family's burrow again. Um, and it is, yeah, it's a continuation for the most part. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's really well done. Like they, um, so they, their first friend she makes is this, this girl named Wolf that has lived in, in the lived out there her whole life. And, uh, then she runs into this guy and his best friend is this little, um, it's just like insect that can talk, but it metamorphi- uh, metamor- metamorphosizes mm-hmm. um, like throughout the day almost. So uh, when you first meet it, it's like a baby. And then almost like a few minutes later, it turns into like it pops out of its shell and it's a teenager. And then it pops out of its shell and it's, it's in this one stage most of the time. But then it evolves like quickly into like this super jacked, like middle-aged guy and then a little old man and then it dies. In one episode, uh, multiple times. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's it's just almost always. Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then it goes back to a baby, and then he grows up and dies again, and it's like this guy's, uh, this main character, as you can see Mm -hmm. here. I don't remember his name. I just uh, remember Wolf Kipo, and then, um, these other, uh, the other guy. But you can see him there. That's that little. Oh yeah. There, that's like he's he's in this most of the time, in that, uh, form, but then I don't think there's any images. It's and, and it's a very humorous character again. It's hard when it's for like all ages to make things that are like really funny But I mean you it's it's entertaining. It's like mm-hmm. it's not cringe funny. It's definitely like huh, I kind of you know, it's enjoyable funny Really fucking good, dude. I really really enjoyed it. I haven't watched all of it, but it's really smart um, It's fun. It's well written. I, I would I would say must watch Especially just because I'm such a cartoon head. I love watching cartoons in general this is definitely a really, really good one, really good one. You mentioned a cartoon, not too long ago. Did I? Yeah, but it's not a Netflix original, and I'm totally. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, the uh, Shinchiro Wanatabe one. Yes. Yeah.
0: The um, Carol and Tuesday. Yeah, which I still haven't watched yet. Which neither have I, mm-hmm. and and I'm really excited for us to watch it. We'll do like a separate segment. Uh, apart from the Millennial Book Club on that But just for those of any, Anyone obviously listening to the podcast Knows that um, Anime is a huge big part of, of my life And of sure. course you, you're you uh, uh, also a fan of the anime I'm a consumer Consumer Yeah and my favorite director producer is Watanabe. What was yeah. his Shinchiro? I think it's
3: Shinchiro, something like that, or Shin, Shin- Shinichiro. Sure. Shinichiro, something like that. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, um, because I'm American and I speak English, when I look at it, it's I notice with some Japanese names, it's almost as though my eyes glance over certain vowels. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I say Shinchiro, but I think there's an I in there. I think it might be Shinichiro. You know yes, what I mean? Like yes. there's, or like uh, his last name, I thought it was like. Wanton Bay, but it's it's wanatambe? one Tombe one see like it's interesting because you know I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's literally just the way my brain I see what you're trying right to do. <laughs> Just the way my brain processes uh, a lot of Japanese words. Yeah, yeah um, because uh, uh, And the phonetics of them, you yeah. know the way that they are pronounced <clears throat> especially like names um, or, or things like that Yeah, as far as me being an anime consumer. It's funny though, because I'm like such a um, such a poser, you know like like I've you know, like I like Cowboy Bebop, right? right. Samurai Shampoo is probably my favorite of all time. Also, Se-
0: both are wantonabies. Right, yeah. yeah,
3: they are. But, like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, actually, the Frieza saga of Dragon Ball Z is probably my favorite anime thing of, of all time for sure, just oh, because yeah. I love Vegeta and he has, like, a really good character art there. But, anyways, the point is, is that, like, um, when you talk to somebody who actually watches anime and they start name dropping all these things it's like yeah I can't I don't know I'm either. not right, keeping I'm sorry. up with sorry, it sorry
0: buddy yeah honestly outside of uh, like Mitsuyo Kaku the guy that does the um, like Howl's Moving Castle and stuff like that oh yeah and then Wontanabe's the only like I don't remember the names of a lot of the other guys I mean there's definitely shows that I watch that have mm-hmm. like a through line of things that I love but as far as trying to remember these people's names it's not but this guy he's the fucking best he's of course if anybody's seen uh, Cowboy Bebop which is just an amazing piece of television dude that ending is, me, the ending to Cowboy Bebop is so amazing it's amazing it gives me chills just thinking about yeah. it and the they're adapting it into a live action show on Netflix which I fucking told you about yep, yep. as soon as that happens that will be a Netflix yeah. original and we will absolutely be that that'll be, be three that. millennial book clubs in a row I am so pumped about I it I hope and I hope to, yeah. But the, he, he created this new show, and you, you told me about it, and I didn't even fucking know. Because mm-hmm. after Space Dandy, where the fuck do you go? Space Dandy's my favorite show of all time, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's up there for you. Yeah. It's an, in, an insanely good piece of television. And now he makes this new show where he's got two female protagonists, which is he's never done before. It's, very, it's actually not common at, at all in, in a lot of anime, or just in general, to have the female protagonists. So that's I'm looking forward to see how he how um what he does with that. Yeah, man, I'm excited. We should be excited. And that was the Millennial Book Club. What are we gonna What are we gonna watch next week? I think I have an idea.
3: I've heard a lot of really good things about this show called Dracula. 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 What's that about? Uh, <laughs> it's about a dentist. There, okay. Yeah. Is he like a good dentist? He's a great dentist. The best there ever was. The best there yeah, ever was. He collects teeth like Pokemon. Um, but no, I think it, you know, one of the things that really drew me to it is that I think it's like 10 episodes and each episode is like an hour and a half long. This is an epic series Sorry. and, uh, I hear the storytelling is really good. So, so
0: I, I think that's, I think it's good. I think that's what we should watch. I'm, I, and it's a new too, right? It just came out 2020, 98% match. So Netflix thinks I'm really going to like yeah. it. Yeah, And, uh, it says the Count Dracula Legend transforms with new tales that flesh out the vampire's gory crimes and bring his vulnerability into the light. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to make me feel bad for this monster. I think so. Okay.
3: Hey, I do just want to say real quick, since we're on the NBC and we're talking about Netflix originals, did you ever watch, and we're talking about anime,
0: did you ever watch the Castlevania anime on there? I think I watched, like, an episode, Dude, but I never dug into it. I, don't, it's, I think Brian did. It's great. Yeah. I did the same thing. I, when it first
3: came out, my buddy Gabe recommended it. I watched one episode, and the first episode didn't really grab me. But Mandy, because I got her to watch Samurai Champloo, she's, like, more open to anime now. And uh, we've been watching Castlevania together, and uh, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I really like the art style. I mean, the story is, like, okay, right? Like, but, man. Right.
0: Art styles, so awesome. It's phenomenal. It's, yeah, I uh, I don't know, remember when we did the the, um, the Millennial Book Club on... Enter uh, the Anime. Enter the Anime. Mm-hmm. And they basically just profiled all the anime that's only on Netflix, yeah. only the Netflix originals. I started watching, uh, yeah, Castlevania was one of them, and it talked about, um, was the guy that made Castlevania that super, like... No. It wasn't Thank that guy? Thank God. Yeah. But... They then were, I
3: like, couldn't watch it out of principle. Yeah, out of, exactly.
0: I don't remember what show that guy made, but I'm not watching it. Um, either way... And if I accidentally watch it, I'm going to roofie myself until I forget it. Exactly. I know a guy. Good. I'll gives you some roofies, gives you enough. Um, this, uh, you can send in your reviews for Kipo, the, what we just talked about, or for next week's uh, Dracula. Tell us what you think. Send it to Road Soda <laughs> Mail. Justin... Sorry. If you're going to cough, little Wuhan virus. Please leave. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that, um, that, uh, clip from, from Donald Trump? No. He's like giving a speech, It was like years ago. No way. He's like, he's sitting there at like some kind of press conference and he's in the middle of like a sentence and a guy coughs like that. And he says two more words past his sentence and then he stops and he goes, if you're going to cough, can you please leave? Wow. (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) Yeah. It's a drop that they constantly use on your mom's house. I think it's funny. Um, any hoots, so you can uh, send that to road soda mail at gmail.com, or you can call 706-200-1213, leave a voicemail, and we will uh, play it up here on the, on the air and whatnot. So do that. 125. 125 of these. I never thought that would, uh, it would be so, so easy. It's inspiring. Is it? It's inspiring that we continue to pump these out week after week, and, uh, we gotta do something to get more listeners in here, man. We have our solid core of listeners. I think they enjoy the show. They really like the show. They come back. It's a show that they like, and I think there's more people out there. We just have to find a way to...
3: I mean, I could tell you how to get more listeners yeah so what you do is you buy a scratch off lotto ticket so far so good. five dollars scratch off lotto ticket every time Uh you um every time you do the show
0: every time okay and one
3: person picked at random who writes into the show for the millennial book club or for the arcade wins whatever's on that scratch off Oh. Okay. now they might win nothing right but they might win thousand dollars might win in which case we won't dollars. tell them $1, we'll $1, tell them you they won, won five bucks yeah so i mean that's ne- i think we should do the scratch off thing
0: i think we should do the scratch off thing you know that's a genius idea we'll do the scratch off thing uh what did you what did you learn
3: i learned that we are not fucking safe Snakes, spiders, like they are among us lizard people with seams bursting from their human suits, like, nah. I, like or light bursting from the seams of the human suits. <laughs> I had a thing I was going to do. It's a Brad Neely bit, actually. I think I just realized. I almost see the seams. Yeah, yeah, that's suit. what it yes. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the point is, you are not safe. Not there safe, is, man. I'm going to go out there and just say there's a 30% chance that there is a large snake somewhere within 20 feet of you.
0: 30%. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe... If you live in Florida, live in Florida 74%. 74%, 74% that a large sneak is yep. That was uh, last week when it got really cold here. There was a falling iguana warning. Dude, that's... Isn't it? It's beautiful. It is beautiful. We don't have
3: boulders. We got iguanas. We got
0: iguanas. They got a forty-pound iguana that climbs up into a tree. And yeah, and they have cool. long nails and strong tails. If they fall on you and they have the energy, they're they're gonna fuck your day up. They're gonna fuck it's over your day up. Even if they just clunk you in the head. Let's see. What did I learn? I learned that. Um, learn. Uh, I learned that if you paint your house whatever colors you feel, you'll get arrested. For some reason, mm-hmm. and they'll just—it'll uh, be drug charges, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> because they assume. What do you assume? I just because I paint my house right ten different colors, I'm mm-hmm. on drugs. I'm—I I am. But that's—that's besides that's, that's the point. It's not illegal to be high. Yeah. It's not officer. illegal to be on drugs, officer. Yeah. If I have the drugs in my hand, you can arrest me. And if then he holds out his hand and he's, <laughs> guy, he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> is to that fuck. Cra- isn't that crazy though? Yeah. If you have the drugs in your hand, mm-hmm. but if you have them, you get arrested. But if they're in your bloodstream, they might like detain you because you're fucking sure. going crazy, but can't get in and trouble. I think
3: that maybe that gives. I, I don't really know a lot about the law, uh, but I guess maybe that gives a more probable cause to search or to. Take you can't
0: prove eye. I'm high. You can't prove I'm high.
3: Sir, you are naked. This is me, in baby. Honey. You're
0: covered in honey. This is me, baby. I love honey.
3: All right. That's just what nope, I do. Don't, don't don't touch me. You're ask fine. It, You're ask good. anybody no, I know. No, Come here, fine. give me a hug. I also nope, give nope, hugs nope. covered
0: in honey. Guys, if you want to call into the show, uh, you can send us your own news articles. You can, of course, I put all the uh, all this great stuff in down in the show notes. So you can check out the news articles. You can send us your reviews for the Millennial Book Club. Uh, next week we are going to be watching Dracula. Uh, we're also going to be playing. Um, Oh shit, I keep forgetting the name of it now.
3: Oh, Grindstone. Grindstone. And uh, I almost just said Grinder.
0: Haha, <laughs> that's a different app. We're <laughs> gonna be playing uh, Grindstone in the arcade. So check that out and send uh You can send your reviews to road soda mail at gmail.com or you can um, call in at 706-200-1213. I give that number out like 10 million times. Um, it's such an easy number to remember. But if you're watching the show and something spark... Like, oh, oh, I want to comment on that. Just pick up the phone, call, leave a message, and uh, become a part of the show. We thank you guys for stopping by. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week, right, Justin? Go to bed early. to bed early, guys. Just take a... I've <laughs>